And we're live. How's it going, guys? It's me, Brendan Matula. Matula. And I'm Thomas Six. And today, guys, we got good news. It is kind of the last, uh, not kind of, it is the last, one would say, filler episode of the podcast uh, as far as pop culture goes. Um, I don't like saying the word filler because, you know, a lot of the times, you know, a lot of the times the word filler is associated with like, uh, you know, a piece of art that someone doesn't care about, but they have to put out. Here's the thing. Brandon and I care a great deal about this podcast. We love it so much. It brings us so much joy. So when we say filler, we don't mean, oh, let's just put out a podcast just because we said we would commit to twice a week. No, what we mean is we're going to fill in the gaps between the big events while also giving out quality content. So, that being said, you know, I've hyped it up. I'm sure the people around you have hyped it up. October is the biggest month of cinema, in my opinion, in the last 20 years. I can't think of a bigger month. Uh, So, that being said, you know, this, this is the last episode, last pop culture episode before October. Very, very, very exciting stuff. Um, So... You know, that in mind, we're going to have, you know, some mu- a lot, it's a lot more music based today. We're going to go into, we're going to kind of lead you guys into October, let you know, let you guys know what we're going to be reviewing and talking about as well as some other upcoming releases in November and December. And then as always, Brand's going to kill it in our sports section. It's going to be a great episode. So I'm excited because we finally have a lot to talk about coming up, but you know, what we're talking about today is still quality and important to life and pop culture. Um, but before we do anything, we just want to say thank you. Thank you guys so much. Just uh, keeping us going, keeping us afloat, and just supporting us so much uh, through our Instagram, just liking our pics, uh, swiping up on our Instagram stories, voting, uh, and listening to our podcast, just interacting with our podcast just in any way. We're just truly thankful for it, and we thank you guys so much for just keeping us uh keeping us motivated uh oh, yeah we we absolutely love doing this as tommy attested and we want to continue to do it and do it at a high level so thank you guys absolutely absolutely thank you brandon yeah um could have said it better myself you know this is you know we're at season two third episode we've got a groove down and we just we're just super thrilled and whether we touch 100 or one the fact that we get to do this every week and potentially make an impact is enough for us to keep going. <clears throat> so, you know, let's, let's not ramble on, you know, let's just, let's just do this thing, get you guys pumped for an absolute manic, chaotic, lit, lit, lit next couple of months. Um, so let's get you guys ready for that. First and foremost, 2K22 came out. Brandon, do you own it? Do you own the game? I do not, and I haven't gotten to play it yet. Uh, okay, I need to get it. Okay, me, you know, me neither. Uh, I'm pretty content with 21 as far as 2K goes. I don't see myself buying another one for, I don't know, maybe another year, and then I'll get I'll get 23 or 24. Uh, but 2K21 marks 10 years of me playing NBA 2K. I started with 2K11. Um, I was in third grade, third or fourth grade, maybe even fifth. 
when it came out. Eh, probably fourth. Unimportant, but I was a young pup and 10 years of playing the game. Um, and now that we're at 2K22, which is in the year 2K or in the year 2021, um, that means we've had 10 years of soundtracks that I have been nothing but familiar with, nothing short of familiar with. Um, and so with that said, 2K12 was your first game you played? 2K11. 2K11. Yeah, okay. 2K11. So 10, 10 2Ks I've played. Uh, my, the, my, it was the cover with Michael Jordan going yes. up for a dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. And that's a pretty great 2K. I mean, what a way to start start off playing 2K. Um, Brandon, do you, do you know which 2K was your first by chance? So I played NBA Live 06 quite okay. a bit, actually. Nice. Yeah, I think Dwayne Wade was the cover. There wasn't really a soundtrack. I think there was actually. There was a soundtrack, but it wasn't really prominent. Right. And then my first two K was two K ten with Kobe on the cover. Yeah. With the he's holding his jersey, he's like yep. waving it. Yeah, yep. that was that was a fun game. It had a fun soundtrack in there too. A lot of Kanye West. Ooh. In there, so uh, we love that. No, at the time, but I loved that soundtrack a lot. But. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to dive into this segment because uh, I love 2K a lot too, and it's it's kind of like a neutral ground for Tommy and I. It's like yep. a source of entertainment and it's a source of sports. So, yep, this is a great topic for today. Oh yeah, yep, very pumped. So, you guys have probably guessed it by now. If not, uh, what we're going to be doing is going over our, we'll say top seven, potentially top five, uh, kind of depending on what Brandon's got. Uh, our top five NBA 2K songs ever, which is tough because there are so many great tracks that have been put on uh, 2K. So this is tough. I, I, I've asked Brandon to give me his either top seven or top five. I think you, you went with top five, right? Yes. Okay, so I've asked Brandon to give me his top five. I'm going to be keeping up with him as well as kind of naming different great tracks from the 2Ks. I have my list right here. So – Mine's going to be kind of like a complete review slash also a top five. Yeah. Um, so and, yeah. When, and when we and when we uh, give or given song in each one, we're just kind of kind of give a good backstory as to why we liked it so much mm-hmm. and why it fits so well with the game and everything. So we're going to go in depth with each one just to give y'all context why we have it on this list, because this is definitely personal. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's a little. Uh, yep based on uh public appeal yeah exactly that thank you for saying that i was hoping you would say that um because it it, yes it is personal you know there is a lot of nostalgia with these songs uh but it's not just us you know we're we're also like okay this is a legit great track that everyone can vibe to while playing the game so without further ado brandon what do you got at number five uh, if you don't mind, give me the song and the 2K. If you don't know the 2K, it's from, I got you. But if you happen to have it, that'd be great. Okay. Go ahead and give so, me your number five. So mine, uh, it's a little bit mixed. Like, I don't really have a top five, but I have a best one out of the five. But I'm just going to name them all random. Sure. But uh, at number five, I'll give you Beautiful Smile by Saba on 2K20. Ooh, okay. I have a, I have two 2K20 songs on this uh, track uh, on in within my top five uh-huh. and 
I think that's because I was just so used to listening to the soundtrack because I would play 2K almost every day during quarantine. Yeah. And 2K20 was the game uh, that was out when uh, quarantine struck in 2020. So I played this game a lot. I, I enjoyed it. I did rebuild after rebuild after rebuild with Devin, and this song would just keep on playing and playing and playing. And I actually liked it a lot, and I loved it. Okay. Beautiful smell and just the melody is like, I got a beautiful smell. No, 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 no. Like it's a, it's got a good tone to it. And it's, uh, I think IDK is in it as well. Yeah. Yep. And he's, he's pretty cool. He's kind of got, he kind of sounds like, uh, 21 Savage in a way. I thought it was Mm -hmm. 21 Savage for the longest time, but it's not. (laughs) But he's kind of got that monotone kind of voice, like, da 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 da, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he, yeah, just a fun track, uh, very nostalgic because it's uh, 2K20 and uh, quarantine that was happening in 2020. And I like this game a lot, and it's going to stick with me because this is the game I'm going to remember going down yeah. the road because I played it. I definitely played this game the most out of all 2Ks Ooh. I've ever played because we were inside. We didn't have anything yeah. to do, you know, so that's okay. what I have at number five. So Thank what, do you. You have, what do you think about that? Yeah. What I'll do is you give me, you know, your song or the 2K it's from. I'll kind of give you my thoughts on it, plus other songs on that 2K uh, game. Love Beautiful Smile. Saba, uh, he has a track called – he actually has a track called Smile as well um, on his Care For Me album, which is a great album. It reminds me a lot of Kendrick Lamar. He's got a lot of potential, Saba. I'm surprised I haven't brought his name up yet when we talk about music. Um, but if Beautiful Smiles in your top five, I, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. Um, it's inter- So 2K20, in my opinion, is one of the weakest soundtracks. Wow. So like, compared to some past 2Ks, and it's hard to compare it to 2K16 because 2K16 kind of had, like, four soundtracks. It was just so loaded because you had, like, the world, the DJ Khaled, like, the basic hip-hop, and then all of them combined. So that was kind of like hard to compare, but yeah, out of like all the two Ks, I'm actually not a fan of the two K twenty soundtrack, but some of the best songs that have been on a two K do fall on the soundtrack. Okay, so it's okay, kind of I like can a, agree with that. Yeah, um, my boy Billie Eilish, I actually love that song. Very catchy, uh, fun little tune. Sandra's Rose, one of the better songs on Scorpion. Is also on that soundtrack. Um, Post Malone, I'm a sucker for Post Malone, and he's got a wow on there. Yeah, then, that one's oh, on there too. And then for me, this is probably in my top five because same with you, Brandon. I got, I remember uh, my girlfriend gave me 2K20 for my birthday. Uh, it was my 18th birthday, and she surprised me with it. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I put it in. And the first track that played was Proud of You by Earth Gang featuring Young Thug. And proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Like, and so I just remember being like, holy crap, like, this is awesome. Because, I mean, she still is my girlfriend, and it's my first relationship. So, like, I have a girlfriend that bought me 2K. This is, like, every man's dream. And I'm playing it, and it's just crazy. And so that was the first song that came up. And I added that to my fall playlist that year of 2019. And it's been a fall playlist essential ever since. So proud of you, Earth Gang. I, I got that in top five. Hear Me Calling Juice World is also on that album, too banger of a song also whoa by x i mean there's some i mean 
like I said, some of 2K's, like some of the best songs fall on this soundtrack, but it's still my least favorite. Um, but yeah, Beautiful Smile. Love it, Brandon. Sorry. He was number four. Number four. Okay, so I, at number four is another 2K20. Uh, no, I, I, I'm going to save that for number three. Sure. At number four, I got attention by, uh, what's his name? Is it Charlie Puth? No, attention. It's the, um, the Asian rapper. I forgot his name. The Asian rapper. Uh, is it? Oh, it's um, Rich. Is it Rich Brian? Isn't that his name? Yeah, Rich Brian. Yeah, yeah. Rich Brian. I okay. like it. I think it's a cool one, and it's got Offset in it. It's just got a cool tone to it. He's like, pull up, pull out, no, 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 no. I thought, I thought it's really, it was really cool. Two K nineteen, in my opinion, is actually one of the weaker uh, soundtracks, in my opinion. But this was definitely a shining gem, and I definitely added this to my playlist. I mm-hmm. liked it a lot. Um, actually, had this. I had two K nineteen on my Switch. I didn't really play it on. <laughs> I played. Uh, I played it on. Or, yeah, I played it on my Switch a lot, and then I got it for PS4 right before uh, 2K20 came out so I could get a discount. Yeah. But uh, I really like this song. This song was fun, and I still like it to this day, which, Brian, is lit. <laughs> great great pick. Dope song. Fun track. Fun track to play while, uh, or fun track to listen to while you're playing 2K. You funny you say that, Brennan, and I'm I wouldn't be surprised if you got some death threats in the DMs after this episode because 2K19 was the playlist made by Travis Scott, and I think it might it's up there with the best of them. It's I mean, I love 2K19. Travis Scott really went off, but you know, you know, to each their own. So I respect what uh what your opinion. Um great track that you mentioned. Obviously, guys, like it's kind of unfair, but Obviously, my favorite song on the track list is Zipper by Brockhampton because, like, I'm a Brockhampton thing, you know. They're, they've they changed my life. So, I've got that. But um, Antidote, one of, Tra- one of Travis's, you know, most well-known songs is on there. And that was just really fun to listen to. It also introduced me to Hack My Instagram by Pierre Bourne. Uh, so, it introduced me to Pierre Bourne as a rapper, not just a producer. That was awesome. Um, was really happy that I uh, I got to listen to that. The New Rules remix by Dua Lipa was cool. Ankle Bully by Dribble Too Much was a fun basketball track. I really enjoyed that one as well. Um, and I, I, there was also Stir Fry by Migos. Love Stir Fry by Migos. Skywalker was so much fun to listen to while balling it up on 2K. Still Tipping. I mean, if you're from Houston, you got to know Still Tipping by heart. Um, Mo Bamba. How could you forget Mo Bamba? Like one of the <laughs> biggest songs of 20. 2018 um mirage sweet sweet what probably one of if not my favorite travis scott song ever is also on there dark knight demo i mean 18 goodness gracious i'll I'll stop myself from rambling on you guys but like this 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 playlist is pretty stacked love a lot loving a lot of the uh songs on here um and i'm loving how travis scott not he didn't just make it all about himself you know he added different songs and that Brockhampton edition is like the craziest thing ever. So um, loving your pick, Brandon, loving the soundtrack, uh, really good stuff, really fun vibes to listen to. And 
you're right about it being discounted because during uh the the 2019 NBA Finals, this game was like three dollars. Yeah. I remember buying it for like three bucks. I was like, holy smokes, like that is insane. But all right, love it, Brandon. Go ahead and hit me with number three. Number three. So I got maintained by IDK in 2K20. It's another song IDK is in. It's like it's the one that goes bust down, roll it. Yep. Oh my, playing Jane. I think it's pretty cool. It's a cool uh, menu song. Definitely okay. a great menu song. Just uh, as you're like coasting through, making trades. It's just a cool background song. Yeah, uh, I, I I think this track does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to be a chill, uh, nice beat in the back while you're uh, doing your thing on 2K. Whether it's customizing your my player or making some trades on my my league or opening a pack on uh forgot what that game mode is but you know what i'm saying like opening a pack you know like it's Mm -hmm. i i like it a lot and once again there's a lot of nostalgia with this because of you know just with the the pandemic and everything i heard this song on repeat a lot so there's a lot of nostalgia with it today yeah Another great track. Thank you for uh, your opinion. Um, go ahead and hit me with number two, if you don't mind. Number two. Okay, I'm going to roll with AIO. Yes. Holy In moly. UK16. Yes. This is actually one of Dallin and I's favorite songs, our mutual friend from up in Utah. Uh, we love this song. I mean, it's just such a chill song. Great menu song. Just no, you know what? No, I think it's a great opening song. Like as you, like as you, uh, you know, click start to play. You know. Yes. Like, yes. Th- that's a. Gr- it's a great opening song, and you're like, yes, I'm here. I'm chilling. I'm playing 2K. Yep. Yes, it is a beautiful song, and uh, if you haven't listened to it, it is a great song. So I definitely recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Like. 2K16 is just so incredibly stacked with music. It's insane. Um, you have DJ Premier's playlist, DJ Khaled's, DJ Mustard's, the world playlist, and then all of them together. Um, AIO is actually on my skateboarding playlist <laughs> of, of all uh, of all playlists. Dude, that's, that track is insane. Seriously, that track is insane. Like, I've some of the best spitting on a track I've ever heard. And I don't even know what he's saying. It's not even in the English language, but I freaking love it. Um, yes. AIO, uh, probably top five for me too. I actually have that added on my skateboarding playlist, believe it or not. So, wow. um, <laughs> like I do AIO is, I, I'm so happy you mentioned that. And also thank you so much for opening up that can of worms about 2k 16. I mean, we got AIO, we've got Vango, Bonjour, Vejo, Boy, Blame, uh, with John Newman, Calvin Harris, I want you to know Zed Selena Gomez, Lean On, Major Lazer, uh, and DJ Snake uh, in around the world. I won't bow down to no man by Hogney. One of two, and then Little by Little, both uh, from Two K Eleven. So, I mean, pro- easily in my top five. Those two tracks just scream nostalgia for me. Um, and then going on, Arles Barkley. Uh, and then you got DJ Mustard's playlist. I love my squad. I am Sue. Zero to 100 by Drake. Till I die, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Rise and Shine, J. Cole. You got DJ Khaled's, who was kind of like the, the face of the soundtrack 
You got three six five, the best two K song ever, in my opinion. You got That's a three six five, twelve months. Like <laughs> easily my favorite two K song ever, ever, ever. Number one, we taking over DJ Khaled, Hustle Hard Ace Hood, The Boss, Rick Ross, where I'm from, Jay Z, Black Rims, DJ Khaled, We the Boys, Wiz Khalifa, Bugatti, Ace Hood. All I do is win. DJ Khaled represent by Nas. I mean, geez, Louise. Then you got the DJ Premier playlist, Hold the City Down. Made you look cult of personality. You can't stop the profit. I mean, goodness, flipping gracious, the greatest soundtrack ever. Insanely stacked for what is, in my opinion, the greatest two K ever. So thank you for opening up that uh, can of worms, Brandon. Oh, such a good freaking soundtrack. Anyways, the big reveal, baby. Let's get to the number one. Number one, I have public service announcement by Jay Z. Okay. UK 13. Yep. This was one of the first two Ks I started taking seriously. Wow. Like playing the My Career and everything. Like I really enjoyed it and it is a great opener. Absolutely oh, yeah. great opener. Like it yep. starts with the piano, it goes dun dun dun. Exactly. And then and then there's that voice that goes, fellow Americans. <laughs> it is important that you listen to this recording. Uh, blah 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 blah. And then Jay Z comes in and goes, "Allow me to reintroduce myself, myself money my And then it's just highlights of dunks by Kobe, LeBron, and it's just a fun, fun intro. I oh wish it was God. higher quality because if it was high quality like it is today, man, oh man, that would be a great promo commercial to get mm-hmm. people to buy the thing. But uh, that's my For number real. one. Just uh, nostalgia. That's the game. 2K, I yeah. started taking really seriously. So uh, that's my top five. Incredible, incredible number one pick. I will not argue with that at all. Uh, I actually also took my first 2K I took seriously was NBA 2K13 as well. Um, public service announcement, Mercy, Kanye West, Amazing by Kanye West, and We Major by Kanye West. Like, imagine just balling out. You know, getting an A plus teammate score and listening to seven seven minutes and twenty seven seconds of Kanye West Nas and really dosing We Major. Then he got Shook Ones by Mob Deep, uh, The World Is Yours by Nas, Victory by Diddy, uh, nineteen oh one by Phoenix, Blow the Whistle, dun, 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 dun. Blow the Whistle by Too Short, Ali in the Jungle, The Hours, I Ain't No Joke, Eric B and Rakim, Run This Town, Kanye West and Jay Z, Rihanna, like Viva La Vida, Coldplay, Around the World, Daft Punk. I mean. You guys see how passionate I'm getting. This, like, oh, you just can't pick a better playlist to listen to while playing a basketball video game. Mm-hmm. You just can't, like. Do you say Amazing was in there? Yep. Wow, okay. I thought that was in 2K10 as well. Yeah, it was, 2K, uh, 2K13, like, oh, dude, just listening to that track after balling is just so sick. Um. Some other notable 2Ks we didn't get to was 2K14. You got Blurred Lines, Robin Thicke, two, uh, Cool to be Southern, Big Crit, Lost by Coldplay, Get Lucky by Daft Punk, Started from the Bottom, Drake, Not Afraid, Eminem, uh, Radioactive, Imagine Dragons, All of the Lights, Kanye West, Who Do We Think We Are, John Legend, Banger, 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 Banger of a song. That's our, that's on my winter playlist every year. Now we're never Kendrick Lamar, Can't Hold Us, Malcolm Moore. Hate me now, Nas in the air tonight. Phil Collins, do 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 do. I can feel it, loving. Uh, as then we got two K fifteen, which unfortunately is on the weaker side of uh 
playlist. It does have Scenario by A Tribe Called Quest, which is like one of the greatest songs literally of all time. But after that, um, you know, you got Doo Wop by Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill's the GOAT. Uh, Team by Lord as well, which is cool. Hunter by Pharrell Williams. Hit or miss, you know. On and on also with Missy Elliott. We love, we love us some Missy Elliott. How does it feel? Pharrell Williams is a banger. And can I have it like that? Pharrell Williams is a banger. Um, drop it like it's hot. Come on, that's a classic. Who doesn't love that song? Um, so a little bit weaker in terms of uh, the 2K soundtracks. Now, a lot of people agree, uh, think that the, well, it's their opinion, but that the 2K17 uh, soundtrack is the best one of all of them. And I wouldn't necessarily argue with that. I could totally see that. You know, uh, Come and See Me, Party Next Door and Drake, Hype by Drake, Pop Style by Drake, uh, Tuesday, I Love McConaughey and Drake, one of the greatest songs of all time. Such a great song. Um, I mean, those are all great tracks. The rest of the tracks are decent. It does have Lizzo before she blew up with Let Him Say, which is pretty cool. Rosa Parks by Outkast, which which is also really, really cool. Me, Myself, and I by G-Eazy, which is a great uh, great track, great pump-up track. Gold by Kiara, which is one of my most nostalgic 2016 songs. I'm glad I was on that playlist. Um, so... You know, and Caliuchis is on there. I love me some Caliuchis and The Sound also by 1975. So good tracks, you know, decent tracks all the way around. And then uh, I won't, I won't uh, talk y'all's ears off, but the last 2K we'll get to is 2K18. Um, and a little bit weak as far as soundtrack goes, but it also does have some of my most favorite um, 2K songs ever because I also took this 2K very seriously. This was the first year that I was in online school. Uh, instead of uh, public school. So I was home a lot playing this 2K. Um, so you got Feel So Good by Diddy, which is a great track. Uh, Jungle by X Ambassadors. Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, Busta Rhymes. Love me some Busta Rhymes. Once again, you have Shook One's Mob Deep, which I've said I love. The Walker by Fitz and Tantrum. So Fresh, So Clean by the greatest rap duo of all time, Outcast. Victory by Diddy once again. Am I Wrong by Anderson Pack. One of the greatest tunes ever. Such a sweet, sensual, jazzy tune. Coming out strong by Future, uh, featuring The Weeknd. One of my, that's on my Christmas playlist. Just reminds me. Conrad Tokyo, uh, Tribe Called Quest, featuring Jack White and Kendrick Lamar. Deep End by They. Do What I Want by Lil Uzi. Two banger tracks. I mean, come on. Humble Kendrick Lamar. Nas Is Like by Nas. No Lie by Sean Paul, Portland by Drake. Good stuff there as well. Victory by Joey Bad ASS. Um, another a, a Dame Dollar feature, which was pretty cool. Uh, you, know, really, you know, Dame Dollar, you know, he's a rapper, so it's pretty neat to see that. And then Tokyo Drift, which is which is also on my Christmas playlist by Woody Small, such a fun track. So it's got a lot of extreme highlights for me. The low lights are pretty low on the soundtrack, but a lot of extreme, extreme, extreme highlights. And very replayable tracks, tracks that don't get very old. Um, but that's it as far as 2K tracks go. You know, let us know what you guys what you guys think about our opinions, and we want to hear from you guys as well. I put a, I put something on the Instagram story, and it's still up. It's probably got another, I don't know, maybe 17, 16, 15 out more hours. So you got a lot of time to go vote and uh, let us know. And we'll actually mention it in the next podcast. Um, so that's gonna be it for for music this yeah, week, yeah, yeah. real quickly. Just wanted to get into movies that are I've been saying. I've been hyping it up. October is going to be crazy. So why is it going to be crazy, you're asking me? Well, 
you know, this weekend, or I guess last weekend now, we had Dear Evan Hansen, which was a Broadway play, and it's now in a movie, very controversial uh, uh, lead actor pick. But I'm still excited to see the movie. I love movies. Uh, if you're a fan of the Sopranos TV show, we kick off October with The Many Saints of Newark, uh, Tony Soprano's story, and the highly anticipated Venom. Now, Brandon, you're a Marvel fan, so I'm sure you've heard about that you, you know, regardless of what you think of Venom, you have to, have to, have to stay for the uh, end credit scene. Have you heard about that? Yes. Okay. What are your, what are your predictions of what we're going to see in the end credit scene? Oh, man. Well, cover your ears, y'all, if y'all don't want to hear anything, but my speculation is, this is a prediction. I haven't heard anything. Right. The actual, I actually tried looking for it because I'm kind of like that. I, I'm not a big surprise guy. I'm, yeah. I'll be the type of guy who will just, you know, who will try to find, uh, like, spoilers and stuff. But I couldn't find anything on this. But That's this good. is my prediction. I think in some way Venom or Eddie Brock, uh, Eddie Brock, the host of, of Venom, is going to hear about Spider-Man in some way in the post credit scene. Okay. So that could be maybe the PSA that's at the end of No Way Home or, uh, maybe, man, I don't know, maybe uh, Peter Parker pisses him off somehow because that's kind of how Eddie Brock's storyline begins in the comics. That's how Eddie Brock becomes enemies of Spider-Man. They just have a feud. And it, it used to be, it started with the rivalry uh, of being photographers for a newspaper, but they'll definitely have to change it up because this is a different story and a different adaptation of Spider-Man. But uh, we'll have to see as that No Way Home, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home movie is looking even bigger. Yep. And man, like Venom could be in it. We still don't know who everybody that's in it. There's just, it seems to be Stuff dropping every day of who's going to be in it and who's not, <laughs> who is, who isn't. Let me tell you all, the rumors are all true. Wow. All, all That's just my opinion. Okay. I think at, uh, at all, I think this is going to be a fan service movie. This is going to be a movie that they're going to try to do as much fan servicing as possible. Sorry, I kind of trans, uh, transitioned to this, but... No, 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 please. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this movie is going to bring people back to theaters and I predict that this movie will get close on opening weekend on opening weekend it's going to get close to Endgame we're talking about Venom or Spider-Man Spider-Man okay I because agree. of Venom because Venom is going to contribute to it because yeah. I, I do predict that Venom may not be in the movie itself because they gotta they kind of want to like build up build this up a little bit more you know yeah they do, but Venom will definitely be a part of hyping up Spider-Man. And okay. I think that it starts with that post-credits uh, trailer or post-credits scene. Sure. That you mentioned. Sure. Yeah. Um, great points, Brandon. You know, Venom is only 92 minutes, which is, in my opinion, the most perfect runtime. You know, 30-minute intro, 30-minute middle, 30-minute outro. Um, so that being said, I have pretty high hopes for Venom and I've heard a lot of talk about the end credit scene. My personal prediction, I think yours is pretty spot on. I, I think Tom Holland's going to show up at the end of the, you know, during the end credit scene, or there's going to be some sort of allude to Venom, 
that Venom is going to come in contact with a Spider-Man. My prediction is that's the Tom Holland one because of Sony. But who knows? Uh, but of course, you guys, stick with Hot This Week because we're going to let you know ASAP. I'm seeing that movie right when it comes out. And I'll let everyone know. Me too. Uh, I definitely want to watch it. So. I'm excited. But yeah, that ki- that um, The Saints of Newark kicks off October. A week after that, we've got No Time to Die. Another ja- The uh, last Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Wow. So kind of the end of an era, you know, and he's Daniel Craig coming into the Bond roles was under a lot of pressure. A lot of people didn't weren't really feeling it. You know, the the movie Layer Cake came out and people are like, OK, this is a pretty decent film. I could see him, you know, that they say that that's that's what won him the Bond role. And I agree, you know, it's a good, good film and a good spy. But uh, yeah, the last Daniel Craig Bond film, and from what I'm hearing, it's a great send-off. So I will be seeing that, of course, when that comes out, as well as the movie Mass. Now, this movie, I think, is going to be one of those Oscar contenders because it's... Have you heard about Mass, Brennan? I have not. Okay. It's one of those emotional gut punch, gut punch movies, which is always, you know, everyone loves those, you know, especially the Oscars. I love those. I love movies that just make me want to cry. But this movie, I'm very nervous for, not in a uh, bad way, but in a good way, just to see what that's, what's going to unfold. Now, it's a movie about the son, or sorry, excuse me, a movie about the father of a school shooter and the mother of the victim of, of the school shooting. Um, they, they finally meet each other. And it's a movie about that. And I'm like, whoa, how is that going to go down? So... Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to that movie. I'm pretty sure it's going to be in a very emotional tearjerker. Um, but that's so that's October 8th. So it's going to be the second weekend in October. Um, and then the next weekend, things get pretty crazy with The Last Duel. Now, The Last Duel, I'm going to throw some trivia your way, Brandon. Just kind of test your movie knowledge and don't feel, don't feel stressed. But The Last Duel is directed by Ridley Scott. Can you name... One of Ridley Scott's films, by chance. Ridley Scott, okay. Just kind of seeing, uh, this is just for fun. Really don't. Oh, oh, yeah. I actually had to watch this for one of my film classes, Alien. Perfect. Okay, that was the exact answer I was hoping you would say. Um, Ridley Scott, known for Alien, and uh, The Martian, more recently. Came out with The Martian uh, with Matt Damon. Ridley Scott is a powerhouse director, and he's got a movie called The Last Duel coming out. Uh, it's got it's got uh, Adam Driver, Ben Affleck, um, and Matt Damon. And Ben and Adam Driver is accused of, well, you know, not to trigger anyone here who may be listening, but we'll just say assaulted. Uh, he's accused of assaulting Matt Damon's wife. Uh, and so they have a duel. That should be fun. <laughs> and it's supposed to be crazy of a movie. So the Green Knight, you know, it gave me my medieval taste for the year. But the last duel, I'm very excited to see. Ridley Scott has just proven himself as, I mean, he's like 80 years old right now. So obviously he's proven himself. But he's like, you know, proven himself to be, you know, one of the staples in filmmaking for history. And the history of filmmaking. So I'm very excited for the last duel. Uh, super pumped for that movie. He also is coming out with a movie November, which we'll get to, that I'm sure a lot of people have seen the trailer for. But uh, uh, the movie after that is Halloween Kills, if you're a Halloween fan. 
Um, I still need to see the original John Carp- Carpenter film. I would love to see Halloween Kills, though. I'm very excited to see. You know, I love a good uh, horror movie. The 22nd, though. The 22nd is, is, is my most diverse, or not diverse, but my most emotionally split weekend because we have the French Dispatch, which is a Wes Anderson film, which I'm pretty critical about Wes Anderson because he is from Houston. Um, and I, and I do have my you know criticisms about his films, like I said, but this cast is huge and the movie's shaping up. So Wes Anderson, so Brandon, could you, do you, could you name me a Wes Anderson film? I cannot. I'm very curious. Okay. Uh, Mr. Fantastic Fox. He directed Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's probably his most universally, uh, known movie. He also did the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, which yeah. might ring a bell. So he's really good. So he's good with coloring. Perfect. You hit yeah. the nail right in that. He's known yeah. for his colors and for his symmetry. Yes. Um, he also did Isle of Dogs. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's another big one he did. Not really. Isle of Dogs. Maybe Moonlight, Moonrise Kingdom. But yeah, he's got the French Dispatch coming out. And I'm super excited for that movie, but also coming out that weekend is what I've been saying is going to be, if it's successful, the Star Wars of our generation. And that's Ooh. Dune. Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Have you seen the trailers for Dune yet, Brandon? I've not. Wow. Okay. It's got Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, huge names, you know, Bautista, Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin. Uh, it's, you know, David Lynch. Made a lot the movie. of sci-fi actors that have been, yep. yeah. So this guy, Denis Villeneuve, the guy who directed Dune, he also directed Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Prisoners, he directed uh, Arrival, um, Enemy. So he's he's he, you know his name is Sicario. His name is up there, Denis Villeneuve. And Dune has been the most talked about film for a long time, long, long, long time. I'm so pumped to watch it. It's everyone's most anticipated. And I don't blame them, dude. This film's got so much potential. So Dune, we got Dune coming out. Um, then the 29th, we have my most anticipated film, now that The Green Knight has already released, which was my most anticipated of the year, is Last Night in Soho. Very pumped for that film. Anya Taylor-Joy, Thomas and McKenzie. Edgar Wright movie. Edgar Wright directed uh, Scott Pilgrim and Baby Driver. Oh, okay. I yeah. love it. I love Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. So he's 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 a cool guy. He's a fun director. Very excited for uh, last night in Soho. Um, and then we, you know we'll get into, into November more as time goes on. Just to name a few, one of my favorite directors, Paul Thomas Anderson, has Licorice Pizza coming out. Uh, House of Gucci, which is the other Ridley Scott film, is coming out. It's got Adam um, Driver in it as well. I think. Yep. Yeah. Ridley, uh, Adam Driver and Ridley Scott's becoming the nice dynamic duo right there. Um, you got you got the Eternals, the Marvel film, gorgeous looking Marvel film, which makes sense because it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who directed Nomadland. Spencer with uh, Christian Stewart, the uh, yeah. Princess Diana movie, the new Ghostbusters movie, which honestly looks super promising. Um, and Kanto, the new Disney movie, King Richard, the movie with uh, Will Smith. So some really sweet movies coming out in November. And then obviously in December, we've got, you know, Spider-Man, No Way Home, which is like everyone's looking forward to that movie so um that's just to name a few you know we're i won't i won't uh talk y'all's ears off because i know brandon's gonna give us some sports uh, uh additions but yeah that's here it is you guys i mean this is the last tuesday episode where we don't have like a set movie and a set criteria 
and now we will. And I'm super pumped, but I'm also super grateful for episodes like, like, like this, where we can just kind of sit, spit out our thoughts and, you know, just talk, have a discussion. Uh, so it's been a blast, you guys. It's been real because now the real work is about to start. Woo. Um, but speaking of real work, there was a lot of real work on Sunday and Saturday with both college and NFL and you know the guy's going to talk about it. So that being said, Brandon, go ahead go ahead and let us know what we're going to dive into as far as sports goes. Man, we're just going to talk about just a big weekend. Lots of upsets. Yep. That's that's one thing that was prominent in college and NFL. But uh, first of all, let's just give Tommy a hand. Good stuff. We Thank you. We, we thought this <laughs> we wouldn't have enough to talk about, but it ended up being more than enough. It was plentiful, and it was beautiful. Thank you so much, Tommy. I appreciate that, but let's get into it. So before, uh, w- as you're getting into it, I would like to pat myself on the back again for predicting the U for almost predicting the UH Navy score, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tommy mentioned to me that he predicted 28 to 20 or 28 yeah. 24 in favor of Houston winning, and then it ended up being 28 20. So very close, very close. That like I, if you predicted that in Vegas, I think you'd win something. <laughs> you're predicting, you're predicting. Uh, one score so that's good but uh just to round things up here i'm not going to keep you guys too long for sports because we'll save that for thursday but um uh the biggest game that we were surprised with was arkansas we both tommy and i both called arkansas to beat a&m yep and they ended up doing so and they went at 120 to 10 tommy and i picked this game as an upset because we kind of expected it but we were kind of surprised just with yeah a&m's dry surprise uh, performance. Uh, I was thinking about going to this game and then, uh, but I couldn't because tickets were expensive. But uh, kudos to Arkansas. They got a tough road ahead, so we'll have to follow them as they go into it. J.K. Jefferson, J- J.K. Jefferson, or K. Yeah. Jeff- K. Jefferson is a Heisman front runner. He reminds me of Cam Newton. Mm. So he's he's pretty fun to watch. So if you uh, like uh, dual option quarterback style, that's your guy. And then we got Iowa State and Baylor. Uh, Baylor yes. ended up pulling the upset over Iowa State, and now Baylor's ranked. And Tommy mentioned before that Iowa State was really good, and I agree. But Baylor takes it again at home, so it's really reminiscent of that game that you went to. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Love seeing it. And then from there – um. Not too many upsets. Uh, we saw Notre Dame go over Wisconsin, so that sets up a big game between uh, Cincinnati and Notre Dame. So we'll definitely yeah. be talking about Is that. Is Cincinnati ranked, Brandon? Yes, they are. They are seven, so it'll be seven oh, versus gosh. nine. So it's going to be a big collision and a big yeah. playoff implications for Cincinnati. But the biggest upset of the weekend, NC State ended up beating Clemson 27-21. Yep. I just knew this Clemson team wasn't legit, and this further uh, proves it. And they're just not that guy. They are not that guy. <laughs> that's <laughs> but uh, that's now. about it for um, college football. Um, just guys to watch, K. Jefferson out of Arkansas. He was incredible. And then a game to watch this week, we'll talk about it more, is Ole Miss. Ole Miss is looking really good with their quarterback, number two. That is the guy to watch. So be watching him as he plays this week. But uh, for NFL, 
Uh, lots of surprising turns. My Steelers took a big loss. Ben, big Ben didn't look good. It might be time for him to hang up the cleats. They lost 24-10. to 10. And then, man, oh, man, the shockwave of the weekend. Yep. Tucker's kick. Yep. Oh, my gosh. My, Let's go. I, I was watching this game after church, and my girlfriend was, like, asleep. And I was watching the game. I had it on mute. And then I saw the ball, and it hit hit the goal stand, as y'all saw, and bounced it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, wait. wait. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know? I was freaking out. But a uh, little worrisome for the Ravens, though. Uh, but True. this uh, one thing you can't get too far on is that this do- uh, Lions defense is good. You, can, you have to give them credit. They are a yeah. great defensive team. They just cannot put points on the board to save their lives. So that's why this game was close. It's just because the Lions are really good with run defense, and they held Lamar Jackson to only 58 yards, and which is the best a team has done this season. So credit to them. But NFL man, record by Tucker. Yeah, that is the NFL record, 66 yards. And he beat oh my gosh. one of the kickers on uh, the Lions team. Oh, He held the record. He actually held the record. The kicker for the Lions actually held the record, and Tucker wow. took it. So good for him. That was awesome. Chargers took down the Chiefs. That was pretty crazy. Justin Herbert is solidifying himself as a top-tier QB. So great stuff. Between the Bucks and the Rams, we – Called, we talked about this game. Not sure who I've kind of forgot who we predicted, but the Rams ended up taking the dub wow. one by 10. It was pretty, it was in pretty dominant fashion. And this happened last year, so this doesn't say a lot. It's still very early, but uh, this could be a matchup later in the season. So keep an eye on that. And then uh, on Monday Night Football, the Cowboys had dominant performance over the Eagles, they looked great. Yeah, absolutely great. And the Cowboys are probably the best team in this division. Shoot. And they should have been last year. But if it weren't for the injury of Dak Prescott. But that is it. And then just to wrap it off, Packers came in with the clutch win over the 49ers powerhouse games this weekend. And it was just fun to watch. And. If you guys don't have NFL Red Zone, y'all should get it because this was the type of weekend you wanted to have Red Zone because <laughs> there was just big game after big game and big finish after big finish. Like I literally watched the uh, Tucker's field goal kick go in at the end, and then I watched the Chargers take down the te- uh, the Chiefs right yep. after that. Right after that. Like it shows you live. So that's really fun. So y'all should invest in that if y'all – Love NFL football, but that's about it. Be expecting some NFL, NBA content coming soon um, as we get into October because media days were today. There were uh, interesting questions that were asked all around the NBA. A lot of vaccine talks. We'll have to bring that up because that's mm-hmm. going to definitely affect players this year. Big names too, like Andrew Wiggins and Kyrie Irving, Jonathan Isaac. Lots of guys are not taking the vaccine and the NBA is not happy about it. So we'll definitely have to talk about that and see what happens. But that's about it for sports. And that's going to conclude our episode for tonight. Uh, Great episode. I'm very content that we went an hour. We went an hour. Very happy with that. uh, uh, Be ready for Thursday. Uh, We're going to talk some college football. 
my talk some Heisman hopefuls. Just give y'all a little uh, tidbit on um, what I'm thinking for Heisman this year. Um, I'm starting to get a clear picture of of who's in the race and who is not. <clears throat> Spencer Rattler. <laughs> but that about wrap things up. Uh, Tommy, anything else you want to say to the audience before we head off? Nothing much. Nothing much. Yeah, it was a great kind of uh, last, you know, vacation episode, one might say. Like, we're still, you're still, uh, some people still work on vacation, but they they enjoy the views. But now it's just time to get to work because October's here, which means it's the biggest month for sports, football, basketball, baseball. And as far as we're concerned, the biggest month for cinema in a long, long time. And who knows? Maybe we'll have some albums, too. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be getting to absolute work. Uh, in October, guys, if you thought we were we were putting in work and and really promoting the podcast and uh, getting the name, getting the word out there now, just just wait and see, because it, you know, you're you're going to be hearing hot this week a lot. You're going to be seeing and hearing from us a lot come October, and and that's that's a promise, but that's a promise because we love you guys and we want you guys to be involved too. So seriously, don't hesitate to text either of us, uh, you know, DM us on Instagram say, hey, I want to join, or hey, I have a I have a thought I want to put out there, or a question that I want you guys to talk about, because October's going to be huge, and now's the time. If you want us to talk about something, now's the time to do it. Uh, Absolutely. So, And you know. uh, be looking for polls for the NBA. Uh, that's what we decided to do for the polls for sports. I kind of wanted to wait a little bit before uh, we do something like that. So be expecting polls soon in these next few weeks as preseason games start rolling around. So, mm-hmm. all right, dude, great episode, Brandon. Loved it a lot. You know, not, it was nice to put our feet up. You know, kick back and relax. But I'm, I'm super pumped to put it into you know shift it in, shift into gear and get it get things rolling at a high speed. Uh, so here it comes. Here it freaking comes. Um, but without further ado, you guys, my name is Thomas Hicks. And I'm Brandon Matula. Matula. We will see you on Thursday. Peace. And we're off.